Hello and welcome to a panel discussion bonus of the Grand Geek Curry Show, where I and Tyler talk to amazing guests about certain subjects regarding news, rumors, opinions, awareness, or awareness in the geek community, or in this case, more like a lifestyle. This is a way for you to kind of see what a panel is like from us, since there's no conventions going on, except for those virtual ones. Today, we're talking about the ever-growing discussion of cosplayers. What are they doing during these times, and what are they? Uh, very simple subject, but hey, we're gonna we're gonna dive right into that today. Um, and I'm talking to some amazing people, and that you've probably I think you've heard all their voices actually before, uh, either on this show or other shows. Uh, today we have Audrey, cause I'm Audrey, Dust Bunny, and oh. Flatus Acacia. Uh, and in that order, tell us who you are, what you do, and all the stuff. I am Audrey. Cause I'm Audrey, um, not Cosmic Audrey, which I also enjoy that name. It's a great name too, but it's Cause I'm Audrey. It's a play on words. Cosplay sounds like the beginning of cosplay sounds like cuz because I'm just super <laughs> funny. Uh, but I cosplay and I just am a big lover of nerdy stuff, uh, making a fool of myself. And uh, making a fool of myself doing nerdy stuff. Awesome. And, uh, and Dust Bunny, <laughs> tell us about you. Hello, my name is Dust Bunny, and my foot's asleep, and I'm trying to wake it up. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> the ever-growing problem since the quarantine started. <laughs> it's been a rise of, um, of, of sleeping of sleeping feet. Uh, but yes hi um my name is dust bunny uh i've been cosplaying since 2003 and i live in los angeles and um i guess my most well-known costume was a totoro gown i made back in 2014 and it's still my favorite costume today and it's a great costume yes thanks yeah i like it a lot (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> big fan <laughs> <laughs> absolutely and uh flautus acacia howdy doody hi hello my name is acacia i do things uh i've been on and off <laughs> cosplaying since 2010 yeah 2010 um i like cosplaying as obscure zelda characters and nice. also as a female giorno giovanna <laughs> yeah that's amazing <laughs> um, and so, God, you guys have been cosplaying for so long, um, longer than since I've been alive. I'm kidding. No, I'm I'm old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but how did you guys get into cosplay itself? I'll start off with Dust Bunny on this one. Uh, okay. Uh, so I, well, I said I started cosplaying back in 2003, and I was a freshman in high school then. So cosplay back then was still very like obscure not a lot of people knew what cosplay was um i was really big into the anime community and a friend of mine at school was like hey there's a convention happening and this was KatsuCon, and she's like you mm. should go with me and it'll be like fun and i was like okay and then i found out you can dress up as your favorite character and i was really into inuyasha at the time so i made a kagome outfit <laughs> and it was a great time i really fell in love with the community and I made a lot of friends and I was only there for like seven hours and I was addicted. So that's awesome. I just haven't stopped. Yeah. Like in, in that, uh, it's like we talked about that. We, I had a full, like a full interview with you earlier this year, 
at the beginning yes. of the quarantine. And I know we talked about how that's like your favorite convention and all, but when you when we do have conventions again, which ones are you? Which one are you most excited for to cosplay at? Um. I mean, definitely KatsuCon, because I actually was planning on going this year. Like, this was, you know, before COVID, but mm. that was, my plan was, I'm going to go back home, back east, and go to KatsuCon and see friends, but that's getting postponed, so yeah. that'll definitely be on the top list of travel conventions, for sure. Absolutely. All right, Audrey, how did you get into the cosplay? Uh, I... Guess I've been cosplaying since San Diego Comic Con twenty. Uh, That's a long time ago. Four <laughs> since yeah twenty, just twenty. Yeah, no, but uh, <laughs> since I was trying to think, two years before I graduated, so twenty thirteen, I think. But my first cosplay was like Emma Stone from Easy A, and it was thrown together within a few minutes. So it's legit, uh, though. It's a great movie. It's legitness. Uh, but I went to that. I almost didn't dress up, but my dad did dress up, and I was like, oh, "Okay, I can't let him show me up." Like, Wait, come what, on. What did he dress up as? Uh, some cowboy. Uh, I don't know, but there were people coming up to him, just like yeah, asking him (laughs) questions and um, like dad, you're embarrassing me. Yeah, like okay, well, my dad's cooler than I am, but this is fine. I already knew that. Come on. (laughs) Um, I guess our parents had to be cooler than us, and and like certain things, right? Is that like? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's exceptions. And that's definitely where I get my nerdiness from. So I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Um, But that would technically be my first cosplay. The next year was definitely better. I did Gage from Borderlands 2. Not the best, but as far as first cosplays go, not typically anybody's best. Yeah. Um, And it just. It shows like you do them again, and it's like, damn, I glue, I glue up, I glowed up. I don't know the correct past, present pronunciation. I not believe it's glorped, glorped up. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I glorped up, <laughs> lib glob, glorped up. That's a thing now. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, remember, kid, uh, remember, kids, always glorp up. Yes, yes, ten out of ten. <laughs> yes. And uh, no, what what convention are you most excited to go back to? I am, I don't know, because every convention has been so different from the years that I've gone to them. Like, I would have said, like, oh, San Diego Comic-Con, if this, if you asked me that, like, five years ago. And this year, I was, I work San Diego Comic-Con now, so I wasn't exactly heartbroken that it was canceled. I wasn't happy or anything, but it's kind of, when you work them, it takes a little bit of the pleasure out of it. Um, and the cosplay scene at SDCC has really diminished, too, because of the exclusivity yeah, of it. Yeah. Um, though, just side note, I do highly suggest to anybody, um, if you don't get tickets and you are able to make it to the downtown San Diego area, there's so much stuff going on there that isn't technically part of Comic-Con, but like the whole downtown is crawling with Comic-Con-related things. Um, but this year I had the most fun at Anime LA, 
uh, it was the first time I went to it. So I can't judge it past based off of other years, but I would say just because since that's the most fun that I've had at a convention in a while, that's the one I'm looking forward to most or TwitchCon. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. ALA is my favorite anime convention, like hands down. Yeah. Yeah. I ran into you and I was Hinata. So I was blind because my <laughs> contacts right. was like, Hey, I know your voice, but who are you? Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, Flautus Acacia, tell us, how did you get into cosplay? Um, High school. <laughs> Being a nerd in high school. Um, Hell yeah. 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 High school gang. Um, I was <laughs> friends with a bunch of the color guard, and our color guard was different than other color guards because our preppy cheerleader types got basically kicked out by my mother being the coach. So instead of being like super preppy girls, it was a bunch of nerds that were obsessed with Kingdom Hearts. Dang. Love Kingdom Hearts. Wow. So I actually went to Anime Los <laughs> Angeles back in uh, 2010 and borrowed a crappy blonde wig from a friend and I put on a white dress and I was nominee from Kingdom Hearts. Nice. Because at the time, uh, what was it? Um, Chain of Memories was the only one I had played. Oh, God. <laughs> what a horrible introduction. <laughs> I never had a PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Checks out. <laughs> <laughs> and just kind of uh, started taking over my life from there. Absolutely. And what what convention are you most excited for? Honestly, I just really hope that the uh, Otaku Market Gathering can be a thing again, because those yeah. have been some of my most fun, tiny con experiences last year. Those are a lot of fun. Shout out to OMG and Ronin Expo and Titan Con. Uh, Hopefully they'll come and back. And I'm doing <laughs> yeah. that. Yes, and that's how I met a Dust Bunny. That's how we met. Yep. Yeah, it was a good time. It, was, it reminded me of all the small mall cons I used to go to. So carrying on with that, how did you guys find yourself and your identity in these cosplay scenes As you, since you guys have been doing it for years? I would say uh, it came a lot from just finding friends in it for one and finding the right friends because there's definitely the toxic side of play community and sometimes when you're too close to something or too close to somebody you don't realize that they may not be the greatest um so it came definitely from finding the right friends because i had some friends that weren't the greatest when it came to clicks and judgments on the quality of people's cosplays and things like that. Um, and just accepting or not accepting, but reiterating to myself that it's about having fun it's not about who's the best. It's not about who's the most accurate. Because honestly, some of the cosplays that I have the most fun with are like the ones that aren't accurate. The like gender bents and the ones where it might be in, not an animate object. How do you say that? Like a, a something that's not human and in the cosplay, you make it human. Oh, um, yeah, like Earth Chan and stuff like that. Um, yeah, is it like Gajinka or something like that? 
No idea, but we're going to say yeah. <laughs> Today we've made Glorp and Gajinka, so that... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, it's all about creation. Creating things that are fun. And because before I wanted to wear like my cosplays that I consider to be the most impressive or whatever. So I'm walking around in the heels that are a size too small and the waist trainer as tight as it'll go and just sure it looked fine in pictures until you zoomed in on my strained face <laughs> but i learned where the things that you can have fun in and that again it's not about the quality or the accuracy or anything like that i found great friends who helped me realize that not everybody cared about that it's very um not peer pressure, but I listen to too much of what people I hold dear's opinions are sometimes. Uh, and not to let things like that influence me. And just accepting myself for the weirdo that I am. <laughs> Absolutely. Here, here. <laughs> I'm clapping. <laughs> and Acacia, how about you? It's kind of a weird question because I don't know if I really have like enough of quote unquote a voice in the community to like be able to really. You you have more of a that. you more have like a a a a song instead of a voice. Okay, that ah, was, that was, ah, ter that was ah. terrible. I'm not editing it out, but it was terrible. I'm, it was a horrible <laughs> joke. Everybody, everybody make fun of me in the comment section. Um. <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> but you know, the, well, that is that is a big thing though. Like I started not trying to like oh i want to be like a big in the cosplay scene but like i started doing like the music covers mm -hmm. while i was in cosplay and stuff and i guess that's given me more of that voice um the other thing has been being one of my best friends becoming a photographer <laughs> and me like taking her seriously enough to be like hey let me pay you to take some pictures of me um so that's helped a lot too but also just i cosplay the characters i like even if like nobody's gonna know that i'm the goddess hylia from the skyward sword manga <laughs> it's still pretty and i like it <laughs> yeah and then you get that click because it's also something where that people love and yeah and, and then maybe they get to know about a completely new character for something that they love i mean i don't know about you guys but i've heard i've heard of, of a few people who like that that zelda that zelda worldness legends Stuff. Nerds. Nerds. <laughs> Nerds. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. But uh, any anything else though, like with especially with kind of the side of the of the music, and because the cosplay complement like what you were saying, they they complement each other very very well and make you stand out. It's just really, it's just kind of me being myself. Like I'm dressing up as these characters that I like, and I'm playing the music that I like as as that character. Mm -hmm. So, I guess that clicks with a lot of people. I don't know. Like, I don't think I'm really all that big. I try to keep my ego in check. <laughs> I mean, as long as you're loving what you're doing, and you know, I, and you have fans. I know you have fans. So, like, that's that's just awesome. And you know, like, 
I, I don't even know what success is anymore. Because I just, whenever somebody's like, are you this person from GGG? I'm just like, oh my God, you know who I am. Like, here, here's everything. Here's my social security number. I don't care. Um, no, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. I guess like the bottom line is that it's cosplay. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's costume play. It's having fun while you're in costume. Like regardless of all the other baggage or yeah. whatever it's just having fun in a costume absolutely mm-hmm. how about you dust bunny that's kind of a loaded question yes i'm so sorry i've been doing this a long time <laughs> i'm like trying to remember I'm like what did why did i start doing this again and why has that changed i don't know i i would i would say for me as far as like identity and finding it um i mean cosplay helped me a lot growing up um i definitely and still kind of am a very nerdy quiet human (laughs) but (laughs) but when I do wear my costumes and I'm out at cons and stuff I definitely have a lot more confidence and I feel like I can approach more people and I can talk to people and I always feel like that was something really great that cosplay did help me with as far as my identity in that way but also Mm. I mean I definitely have grown a ton as far as just what kind of costumes I wear now because I did go through a period when I first started where I was like cross-playing a lot so I dressed up as guys which if you look at my costumes now you'd kind of be a little shocked because <laughs> I'm like so girly <laughs> in all my stuff um, but I guess for me it was just a, a progression of doing that and then when I started feeling more confident in my body and everything I was like okay let's just let's do ball gowns let's just go totally the opposite direction (laughs) (laughs) and I really enjoyed it and the thing I the thing that I learned that was kind of my um uh that kind of just evened it out for me was when I wear my ball gowns I usually just wear flats so Mm. I don't even wear heels and that kind Mm. of made it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> really easy because uh, you know cosplay should really be comfortable honestly because yeah you can wear a really uncomfortable costume but you can't wear it for the whole con yeah and mm-hmm. i'm i tend to not have people like handling my stuff like i like to be very individual and i'm like no that's my bag like i'm gonna carry my stuff so for me i need to be very mobile um so I don't really wear crazy costumes because especially in LA, we don't have a lot of hotel cons, if any. And if you're at a con at a, you know, convention center, you can't go change. So, yeah. Thank you guys so much. And I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but during the, you know, we're, we're in the middle of a quarantine, you know, the world is kind what? of just like, I know, I know, I don't, no way. I, I am so sorry for bringing you know just like bringing this this news to you guys like this but you know i just got ripped off the band-aid no but things have changed and the and society has just stopped and it's just been absolutely insane what have you guys have been doing what have you been doing for outreach and also for your fans because all of you guys have fans and you do so many different things either with cosplay or other stuff and then we'll get into later but what do you but what are you guys doing to kind of keep your image with social media and, and whatnot and other tools? And this time I'll start with Acacia. Um, so I've definitely been focused a lot less on the cosplay side of things and more focused on my musical outreach. Um, I've been participating in a lot of these um, kind of J-pop idol showcases. I've actually Ooh. been 
I've actually gotten like really busy with those. It's been weird how much that's kind of blown <laughs> up during quarantine. <laughs> like I literally just like made this giant post to my discord server about everything that I'm doing in October. And there's just so much crap. <laughs> yeah. I read it. I'm just like, Oh my God. <laughs> Like, I didn't realize how bad it was. (laughs) I didn't realize how much it was because a lot of it was just like, oh, submit a, like a submit a 10 minute video or something. And then I realized, oh, crap, that's a lot. (laughs) It's a long time. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) There's also been like a couple of uh, Discord uh, server conventions that I've been a part of. I'm kind of picking and choosing which ones I do for that from Mm -hmm. now on, though. Absolutely. Um, Toward the beginning of quarantine, I did like a few little closet cosplay sort of things. I'm actually working on one right now because um, some friends want to do an Among Us group. Mm-hmm. Spirit, Hall- Spirit Halloween has space helmets for sale. Oh, so. Of course they do. <laughs> I, uh, but I mean, I've also noticed that you've been doing some socially distanced photo shoots, which is awesome too. Like you did Ariel mm-hmm. and a couple other things as well. Yeah, just making sure that um, you know I've got a friend, Luna Brianti Photography. Um, she's been offering the socially distanced photo shoots outside. Um, so I, I did a couple, I've done a couple of those. Um, we did one at the beach with a mermaid tail and stuff that was to promote, uh, a music video that we made. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we did one recently that I'm still waiting on some edits for where I was Sally from nightmare before Christmas. That's awesome. Aww. Yeah. It, it turned out super cute. We were out during golden hour and everything. But yeah. It's just been nice to like get outside because outside you're less likely to get the stuff and she doesn't get all that close to me when we're taking pictures. So it ends up working out. Have you have you noticed a little bit more of an influx of of people either liking or commenting or or just seeing what you've been working on now since everybody's stuck indoors or is it kind of the same as before? For me, as far as the cosplay goes, probably pretty much the same as before, if not a little bit less, just because I haven't been as active on my personal cosplay account. Mm. My musical account, on the other hand, because I've been doing all these showcases, has. I just re- reached like 800 followers on Instagram. Like what? I know yeah. that's not that big of a deal, but it's a big deal to me. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a great, nice. it's a great that's deal. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Congratulations. And, uh, and yeah, thank you for sharing. Dust Bunny, yeah. h- how about you? What, what have you been doing, you know, for outreach and for your fans? Um. Well, I would say at the beginning of quarantine and up until maybe uh maybe a month ago, I pretty much just became a hermit. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I I don't know. I go through these little phases where I just go, I just don't want to engage at all. And I cuz I can get really uh worn out by social media cuz it's just so much. Um, and also just because there were, you know, summer is the big cosplay time of the year, really. Mm-hmm. And there just wasn't any reason to really work on anything. So I decided to just take a hermit meditation break and just kind of reevaluate what I want to be doing as far as moving forward. Um, so for during that period, I decided to start not really doing so much cosplay and actually just shooting ASMR cooking videos for YouTube, (laughs) which is really random, but also I just needed to do something that was still creative, but not sewing. And um, I'm a video editor. That's what I do for a job. So it was just something for me to cut and play with that wasn't 
fabric because also just getting fabric and supplies was very, very challenging for a while. Everyone needed to make masks. So <laughs> just <laughs> it was awful. Uh, so I just like, whatever, just going to stop for a little bit. But recently I've been doing a ton more podcasts. Uh, I think I've been doing one a week for, I want to say four weeks now. And um, also just kind of making a list of costumes that I want to do once things start to pick up a little bit. I just finished my baby Yoda costume, oh. which was supposed to be done for Can't WonderCon. Wait to see this. <laughs> uh, You're technically ahead of schedule then. True. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just, it was, it's just crazy. So I'm doing a photo shoot uh, for that outside with my uh, photographer, uh, York in a box or John York and that's going to be this weekend so I'm trying to keep busy with cosplay but also not try to overload myself because I I work really well with deadlines I really need deadlines in order to work on things and if I don't have them I just am not motivated and it, so that's been a challenge for me for sure and, and that's something that you know I kind of been striving for with GGG letting everybody know like you don't have to keep doing things right now like taking a break is is really really big like i i've been taking a break for the past I, from the time that we're recording this for two weeks because i just needed it i just needed to slow down because i was recording almost every single night since this thing started and putting out way too much stuff and now i'm just like okay shows don't have to be weekly like they just don't have to i need a break yeah well and, that's the thing too is i feel like artists in particular are very pressured in times like this yeah. to create new masterpieces and do extraordinary things like write crazy songs or you know i guess here is like make great costumes but you know it right now there no one really knows how to deal with this correctly yeah. i think i don't think there's any real right way except just to be safe and if you need to work on costumes that's great if you don't need to do that to be good then don't do it like yeah. so like if you're stressed out or things are just not if you're not mentally okay, there's no reason, yeah, to stress yourself out and to be creative because it may, it may turn out fine or also it may just be worse. It may not be up to your standards and you might just be, it, it might hit you harder. So there's no, don't push yourself. When you're comfortable, you're comfortable and do it. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Totally but, agree. I have joined the Tick of Talk. <laughs> <laughs> And I do videos sometimes. So but you're a, so you're uh, a fugitive. That's what you're doing now. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, uh, but I have been spending more time watching videos than making videos. If we're being honest, no. uh, it's like a 10% making videos, if that, 90% watching videos, but you know, you gotta get inspiration. we open out different ways. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. It's called research. Totally. <laughs> research. <laughs> um, I have so many sounds saved, and <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to use that one day. And then I go back and listen to my saved sounds. I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? <laughs> so, you know what? <laughs> you do what you do. Uh, I have. I also Twitch 
And I have decided to cosplay almost every stream. And if not cosplay, like at least do a makeup look for almost every stream. Unless I just don't have the time to do it or I just don't feel like doing it. Um, but like today and this week I'm doing things from The Witcher. So today I did Surrey. Tomorrow I'm doing Geralt. And then on Tuesday doing Yennefer. And I just, I have contacts. I have wigs and I have colors that are sort of what colors they wear. And I'm saying that's good enough. And so I've been doing like the makeup looks. It works for selfies. I just bought a bunch of face paint. So we're going to be experimenting with that. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. That's um, awesome. And I don't keep up with like, instagram as much anymore i've been posting selfies now uh i've just been using this as an opportunity to have fun with it more and be more relaxed about it i know that twitch can be a lot and demand a lot from people especially if you want to grow and they also that could like be true, though. Yeah, and they, like, right at the beginning are just like, yeah, you want to be affiliate, and then you want to be a partner. And, like, they kind of set these <laughs> goals for you. And, like, before, I, like, Gosh, me, where I was just like, I don't give it rat's ass. I just I just want to make more content. And, and then, but then, uh -huh. I, but then I got, like, really, really, I was like, no, I, I got to be affiliate. And then I forgot that our, that our, um, what's it called? Our account was, has, is, like, over four years old, and that it was already affiliate, like, years ago, because other people used to use it. <laughs> And I was like, oh, okay. But still, I'm like, I want to be a partner. And I've, it's gotten to a point where I'm just like, it's really worthless because I'm a podcaster and I'm really not that great of a Twitch streamer anyway. So, <laughs> but like at first, it just like, it was, I, I had to put so much into it where I feel like I shouldn't because I was thinking I was streaming like four or five times a week where now I'm just like, mm -hmm. ah. It's like no, I just read a news story. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna stream today. Like, <laughs> it's so bad. I, I apologize. Jackbox games. <laughs> yeah, I know. We need to do the Jackbox. That's again. I can't wait for seven. But Audrey, with, with Twitch on that front, have you felt a little bit more? I guess maybe more pressure or other things that you learned to make sure that a you you are doing a great job for your you know for your identity your cosplay identity because it is heavy into it because i i love watching your streams because i love a like when i when i go to your stream seeing what you're dressed up as and the other thing is you being you know engaging with the audience and you know engaging and talking with me on the chat and you know same, same thing with you acacia um your your hours are a little a little bit different. He's like, whenever you're streaming, I'm either recording or like heavy in editing. <laughs> but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be on more. I swear. But um, but yeah. So Don't anyways, worry about it, dude. <laughs> but yeah, Audrey. I mean, have you felt any of that pressure, and have you been kind of dealing with it with Twitch? Yeah, for sure. I. It's they have like that little viewer tab. Oops, my bad. Um, they have like that like little viewer just like oh you have this many viewers and I've learned to ignore that one because it's false a decent amount of time like it doesn't refresh as much as it should uh, but 
I had to remind myself of when I did theater in high school and how they drill into you. It's not the size of the audience that matters. You have an audience. They deserve to have your 100%. And so I've just reminded myself of that a lot. And it's also at the end of the day, I'm going to be playing video games that long anyways. So my not, why not like add a little bit of, yeah, stream it, add a little bit of socialization, like do fun makeup, do things like that. I still definitely have the down days where I'm just like, oh, like that sucked. That wasn't a good one. Yada, yada, yada. But also it's mother flipping quarantine too. So I just remind myself a lot that that has a lot to do with it. Also, I stream on Sundays and now football's back. Oh, that's right. Sports, sports are a thing. <laughs> sports are a thing. You know, the sports fandoms are out in hordes except they're not or at least they shouldn't be um they're out in spirit at their homes they are in in in, in spirit at their homes you know analogies um and before i get to the next question i want to go i want to pop back over to to dust money because acacia you and audrey both stream and you guys do completely different things where acacia you're more performing audrey you're 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 killing people and uh hell yeah yeah (laughs) but uh you know dust money with with the video production of doing things that's more normal for you um you know are there any pressures for you to kind of maybe go into the world of no editing yeah but then there's less it's less work though because editing is a lot of work uh I mean, I've definitely been thinking more about doing having either a TikTok account or um, Twitch just because it would be another way to just engage with people because um, I used to do live streams a lot when I was at cons because they were just really fun. And especially when you're guesting and you're sitting at a booth all day, it's a really good way to just entertain yourself. Uh, but I just need to figure out the best way to do that but i've been getting into i've been following a lot more of my like cosplay friends who do have twitch accounts and it's really fun because you know you'll just see a pop-up of them being like hi i'm live and you're like oh my god i get to watch my friend who i haven't seen in like (laughs) how long and you know just keep them in the background for like three hours and it's a very nice experience so Mm -hmm. yeah it's 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 a whole beast and it's gonna lead this is gonna lead me to the next question of it especially for me and Acacia, you and I had talked about it, and you've been using the Discord. It, it it was so hard for me to learn Twitch. It was such a pain. I see like all these other streamers, and like everything looks amazing. There's like things that are popping out, and they're just like, "Hey, did you know that I'm awesome?" And Tyler doesn't know how to stream, and I'm like, "Yeah, I do know that." Other than that, there are so many other things that I've been learning and using utilizing this time like even though i know i haven't been taking breaks and i should have what are some things that you have learned now during this quarantine that you didn't know how to do before yeah uh well i guess like i said i've been doing the like asmr food videos and that's totally different than anything i was doing before because um i have never really worked a camera before um yeah, so just setting that whole thing up and learning how to, you know, set up a mic correctly and just using cards in a different way that I'm used to and a lot of that kind of stuff has been really new. Um, let me see. What else have I really been learning? I mean, I don't know. Like, I've been really spending quarantine just kind of just thinking about what 
I want to be doing going forward when things are kind of over in a sense, even though it's going to take quite a while. So for me, I've been like working out a whole lot more than I was before. Um, so like I got a stationary bike in the garage now and I've been doing a lot of weightlifting. I mean, I'm in just health wise, just learning like new recipes and just taking care of my mental health more and especially now with how heightened things have been politically and things just trying to be not go crazy and (laughs) kind of just sit back and just listen more and just, you know, being a better friend in certain ways. Absolutely. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like little things, definitely nothing too big. With ASMR, is that completely like, because you're an editor and I'm I'm sure you've done audio. Is because I don't know this. Are there is there a different way? Is there a different way to audio edit ASMR videos? Because doesn't it have to be like a certain like qual? Like I don't I don't understand it. Whenever I hear it, it just sounds so grainy and weird. And yeah, um, I mean my setup is pretty basic. It's nothing spectacular. Like I don't have a boom mic or anything like that. You know, picking up sizzle sounds or anything. But it, it's more just. I guess for me, it's just supposed to be help me train my patience, like not try and rush it, like kind of thinking you have all the time, just do it right. And (laughs) it's just been more of a trial. (laughs) Uh, But the ASMR is just kind of part of it, just because I'm not speaking at all during it. It's all about just the food. And it's not even really a tutorial on how to cook. It's really just me cracking an egg and (laughs) putting it in a bowl. (laughs) So... (laughs) Nothing, nothing spectacular, but it's, uh, it's been fun. I've been putting it on my uh, socials just so people see it, but I do not, I do not think this will be like a huge change in my career or anything. (laughs) (laughs) You never know. That's funny. ASMR could just be like the next big thing. It'll get you on, it'll get you on the tonight show. I don't know. Oh my God. That'd be funny. (laughs) That's awesome. Acacia, what are some things that you've been learning as well? Like I know. You and I kind of learned the whole Twitchness. Um, I need to stop saying that. That sounds weird. Um, yeah, Twitch was a big one because um, even before quarantine started, I decided that I wanted to um, start learning how to Twitch stream because I wanted to play video games more often because video games are one of the few things that actually helped me to chill the heck out. Um, and I figured like, oh, well, if I stream it, then that means I'll be scheduling the time for the video games and whatever. And then I and then I got furloughed (laughs) and i'm still furloughed yay but so learning how to twitch stream learning how to use obs and getting affiliate and learning that if i try to set a schedule for myself then it's going to stress me the heck out but if i just let myself stream when i want to play video games and i stream more often it's weird i'm weird um you're you're not learning how to (laughs) wait can can i ask you real quick especially with this now that you've because your your stream does look great. And are you having an easier time having like doing these events and set times as opposed to making maybe making your own your own schedule? Like are you are you is it just easier for you to kind of go on onto those events like what you were doing those those virtual co- conventions and stuff and sometimes doing it on your own Twitch channel? Yeah, it's it's nice to have somebody else kind of schedule it for me. Okay. <laughs> and say, "Oh, are you available at this time to do this thing?" Yeah, totally. Rather, because then, like, it is for something, and so I feel more motivated to do it because I know that other people are going to be there. 
But versus if I myself was just like, oh, well, it's getting close to 8 p.m. I'm supposed to be playing Wind Waker tonight. And, you know, if I'm feeling kind of crappy beforehand, like I'll want to skip it. But I feel like I can't skip it. It just because there's more pressure on myself because of it. Absolutely. If that makes sense. Of course. Yeah. Sorry to cut you off. Oh, no, that's totally fine. Anything else you've learned just from the stream or from the quarantine? Learning how to not hate my voice so much in general. Like I, for a long time, have like really not liked my hearing my speaking voice recorded back. Dust Bunny, do you do you have that same thing as well? Since with ASMR, are you speaking into it? No, I'm not. But I don't. I never had an issue listening to my voice. Really, I think. Well, I mean, I guess this is more of a psychological thing because I'm more of a. I hate being in front of cameras. Like I hate seeing myself in photos. Unless I'm in cosplay, and then oh, okay. I'm okay with it. <laughs> That's a mood. And part of that was um, I had to start recording little intros for the showcases I'm doing where I have to, like, talk into the microphone. And there is a huge difference between the first one I did and the more recent one that I have. <laughs> Just because I've gotten more comfortable, like, listening to myself and talking. I'm, I'm still awkward as heck on camera at times, but there is a difference between, like, doing something live than doing something like pre-recorded it's it's i can't respond to anything it's weird but i'm learning how to do that and learning how to edit things with cool effects i downloaded a i've been using um the program filmora and adding neat effects to the videos has been really fun for me i mean i'm no amazing video editor but it looks kind of cool so it works for me (laughs) (laughs) and also just like kind of figuring out my mental health situation unlike dust bunny i have not been working out (laughs) (laughs) i've been dieting it's it's horrible it's okay you don't have to (laughs) no well i will technically i do but (laughs) so trying to navigate my mental health like even beyond like because at my day job i was on my feet for like eight hours and now i'm not doing that so figuring out health stuff when I'm not doing that. So it's, it's been interesting. Well, thank you for sharing that. And yeah, I, I'm, it's, I'm just glad that I'm just glad that we're all learning something. And uh, Audrey, what have you learned that's, that's new since the beginning of the quarantine? I have, I am a very novice sewer. I can do fanny packs. I have that's done awesome. like a vest. Yeah. The fanny pack is pretty fun. Actually. It's a lot easier than you would think. A lot of people can't um, say they can, they, they can make their own fanny pack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, anybody wants a fanny pack, hit me up. (laughs) (laughs) I've been practicing sewing a little bit. I work at a fabric and craft store. So um, as mentioned, everybody's been making masks. So we have been, quote, essential. In So we never closed. So I've been fortunate to be able to save up what little paycheck I get and been like getting stuff to practice sewing with, which will come in handy. I'm not quite at the level where I would like to attempt to make something nice yet, but I bought a pattern to make like a Alice in Wonderland or Wednesday Adam dress. Um, So we'll see. One day we'll have the balls to go there. (laughs) One day. Um, But yeah, I've been trying to learn that craft a little bit as you've said twitch is a whole whole cluster of (laughs) 
things it's to not learn. simple not at all yeah i would not have been able to do anything if i didn't have lovely friends helping me basically every step of the way um and learning things about myself i guess mental health wise trying to stay in tune with my brain so don't go more insane a little bit of insanity is fun <laughs> too much insanity i'm okay i no thank you <laughs> i i want to point out um that you also started a podcast with ariana and it's a great podcast yes. i i, I highly thank suggest you. it um and what about what about learning how to ne- then talk and utilize both a, like a YouTube and also just an audio medium as well? Well, we're very fortunate that we are friends with a Ryan Faroki who does editing for like dynamic banter and uh valley cast sometimes and stuff like that yeah so i know shit (laughs) um but yeah they are currently up in oregon and have plans to move back down once craziness has settled down so Hopefully we'll we'll be able to do something like when they visit or whatever. Um, But yeah, they handled most of that. I pulled topics out of my ass and we made a great team. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Again, it's, it's a, it's a great, it's a great show. Um, Thank you. And what is it called for our listeners? Uh, it is called E Girls Anonymous. It is on YouTube. We have a Twitter. We have an Instagram, but it hasn't been active in a long time. I have to look up this uh, this podcast because I love that name. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm looking it up too. Actually, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, yeah. So my uh, my ASMR food YouTube channel is called Miss Riss. Uh, I have been uploading consistently for months now so every wednesday around 3 or 4 p.m i've been uploading a video That's awesome. so been doing that yeah but it's kind of a funny name because it's not dust bunny it's just miss riss and um the <laughs> Riss. So my name is Iris. That's like my real name. And one of my <laughs> friends started calling me Riss and he's from West Virginia. So he has this very heavy like accent. So he's like Riss. And now apparently that's what I'm called when I do something really stupid. They're like Riss. Why'd you do this? I'm like, I'm sorry. So. <laughs> but there's like five other missed Risses on YouTube. So I have to somehow get above them. So we'll see how this goes. But And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have all the links in the, uh, in, in the article on the website. Yeah. Okay. So let's get to talking about the gatherings that are quasi gatherings, but totally a thing. Virtual events. Acacia, you've, you have been a part of a few, or actually a, a ton of virtual events since the, the beginning of quarantine. So I actually will start with you on this question. Tell us a little bit about just your experiences. Um, So there's definitely a lot of people that think that holding a Discord of a convention is easy and just get together with some friends and do the thing. 
these are not always the experiences that I'm looking for. What do the thing is not a sound is not a sound thing. What? No, it's not because like you actually have to learn how to like organize stuff. And again, not trying to throw and I'm not trying to throw too much shade. Um, but there there definitely have been people that just try to throw something together and it's usually like a bunch of miners. Um <laughs> Uh-oh. Um yeah. <laughs> And yeah, and yeah, I'm not, I'm trying to be kind. Um, the words are escaping me. Um, so I've been trying to be a little more selective because those have been a dime a dozen, honestly. Even just like browsing around on Discord, there's so many people promoting, oh, we're doing a convention, and then it ends up being a bunch of people talking about Daganrompa the whole weekend. I've been in that situation. It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> and like, like, you're in real life, though. Yet. Oh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> so I've been trying to focus more on like the the showcases, showcasing people's talent and stuff. Those have been a lot more fun and have created a lot more reach because you get people that are fans of these performers coming to the stream, and then they'll see you um, and end up finding your work. Um, and also meeting other people that do what you do have been more fun as far as like showcases. And I guess more of the cosplay side of that would be like the masquerades. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Audrey? Have you have you been part of any of these virtual events or be honest, I am pretty slow and I don't I believe it was you who explained to me what DC Universe DC, DC Fandom. <laughs> nope, that would be it. That would be it. DC <laughs> Fandom was. I saw people posting about like something about fandom and i'm like your fans nice <laughs> and then you asked me like oh are you watching anything from it and i'm like I, I don't have a subscription I'm like what <laughs> um so i've been a little behind on that uh the people who would inform me of things that are going on since i am slow are not here anymore <laughs> so i don't have my informants I am like a horrible private eye that knows nobody to give them information. I do know people to give them inf- give me information, but I'm not good with the whole <laughs> online stuff. So I just don't know to like hit people up and be like, hey, what's the scoop? What's going on? Eh? Are you interested in learning more about it or has it gone to a like it's gotten to a place where you're just like you know what we've gone so far why look into it now yeah by now it's like an accomplishment that i don't know anything no i am definitely interested uh i also feel like they've things have happened at like poor timing and i do work like three at 3 a.m four days of the week so i am pretty much dead to the world after i'm done streaming doesn't exactly help but i haven't necessarily like i said attended the conventions that are online but i have been watching my friends stream and there are a few celebrities that i've watched stream so I would think that's kind of like a panel online, basically, like the voice actors of Overwatch. Um, Lucy, I believe her name, last name's pronounced Full. She's a Overwatch Mercy voice actress. She has like a comedy thing on Twitch, and a lot of other voice actors are there. Matt Mercer obviously has critical role with a ton of other fantastic All people. the epic people in the world. Yes. Gosh, yes. 
so I've been like watching those when I can, but no. So if you guys know of anything, like hit me up, be like, Hey girl, I know that you don't know about this because you are an internet hermit and you only stay on TikTok. So let me, let me, let me fill you in. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that's funny. Have you attended uh, any of the virtual events that's been happening? So I, I guess I'm in the same boat as I have been under a rock, kind of. And the only online virtual convention I have attended is my friend's Animal Crossing Island, where he made a Comic-Con. Yeah. What? <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> That's fantastic. It's so wholesome. He's, he spent months on this thing. It was great. But yeah, that's the only convention I've attended. I mean, I I know that they're out there. I've heard things. You know, people are like, oh, there's this virtual convention happening sometime but they i don't know if they happen extremely quick and i just miss them because that's what it feels like like there's not enough so i think tyler just needs to make a group chat where (laughs) all of us on when things are happening because join our discord i I, i'll I'll try to put some (laughs) stuff in there i know acacia is very vocal on our discord telling us because i learned a lot of the stuff from acacia as well so she's just like, yeah, this this anime this anime convention group are doing this one thing, and I'm like, oh my god, I forgot about them. There's a lot of conventions yeah. I just kind of forgot about because, like, you know, the the con seems just dead. Uh, yeah, so- I mean, I do know that there's this one event, one convention that's having a costume and then a prop and then a photo contest. But that's the only thing I know that they're doing. <laughs> because um, I do know people who are either judges for these cosplay contests um and that's the only how i know that things are happening but yeah they seem to happen really quickly without a lot of notice so i just miss them yeah yeah i actually wanted to ask you guys about that because that's kind of what anime expo did and a couple other really big conventions is what they did was actually have like the runway like the masquerade but it'd be virtual you have a camera and you walk by it and you do (gasps) your sketch and stuff and they have that's awesome. Virtual. I know Yaya Han was was one of the um, judges at a convention, and uh, of course, all the other big people. I mean, how do you guys feel about that? Just then, like having a whole masquerade cosplay contest virtually. Um, I think having a costume contest online can be kind of tough. Um, like the one that I mentioned, I was reading the rules about. Like, I haven't made a costume where it would be something I would submit to a contest because I've been doing a lot more like original designs. So that wouldn't really be good for a contest. But um, it seems like a lot of these cons want a lot from you for not being there. Um, Just either you're going to be on video for a while and you have to be all in costume. And I mean, for me, it takes me hours to do my makeup. So I'm just trying to think Mm -hmm. like, Oh man, it's just so much to do something that is not going to be on a con floor and is not really going to be shown in the way that it should be shown. Um, I think you can do contests. I think it's possible to definitely judge a con, especially being a judge and knowing how to judge something for so long, you kind of just know what is good, I guess. Um, But I think it does take away a lot of the experience for sure. Uh, Not that it, I mean, it's definitely necessary now, I guess, but. But I, I also understand. What about you, Audrey? How do you feel about, from what you've heard now, I guess, 
<laughs> didn't know about these. Yeah, they're virtual masquerades. <laughs> I think I, like mentioned, I don't know if I'd really want to do all the makeup and stuff like that for just that little bit. Then again, I do do the makeup and stuff like that for just streaming for a few hours. Um, but I think from the side of somebody who hasn't done a masquerade and part of the reason of not doing a masquerade is because I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of competition. That makes sense. It intimidates yeah. me a bit. Uh, when people like to do competitions, totally fine. But I, I either have to care nothing about the competition or know for a fact that I'm going to win because if I don't care and I go in it for just fun, great. But if I think I'm going to actually win, I go for the kill. My competitive is either at like one or 100. There's very little in between. And I like to keep the cosplay as a fun. So we're going to keep that at a one, not at a hundred. Definitely. Uh, so, but as the side of me, that's kind of like nervous about entering contests and things like that. I see that as since it's virtual and you don't have to do like real interactions. You don't have to actually be in front of people. Like that's kind of almost, I think a good way to get your confidence up to the level where you might be able to go in front of people and do it one day, like a little baby step. If you're into stuff like that. And if you're not, and you're like me and you get a little too competitive sometimes. Yeah, I didn't even think about stage fright. That's, that's a good point. Actually. It's an experience. Absolutely. I didn't even think about that. Wow. Uh, how about you, Acacia? I know you're more about the performance than anything. Well, okay. So I kind of need to preface that show the showcases that I do and the masquerades are a bit different because the masquerades are competitive, whereas the showcases is just, hey, submit your thing. If we accept you, you're just going to be in the showcase rather than anything competitive, really, aside from getting in itself. I did try to do one um, musical competition and I got honestly I did get kind of salty with like me not moving on to the final round based on just how the final round was judged and mm -hmm. that's kind of why I'm trying to stay away from the competition side of things because I get salty real easy and I and I'm just trying to be self-aware enough to be like okay Akash chill out <laughs> um I mean, I definitely think that, like, doing these virtual masquerades does kind of force people to, like, learn how to, like, video edit and stuff, or, like, if that's the status of the competition. But as somebody that has not done a masquerade, like, not even in real life, because, again, too competitive, if I get really salty easy. So I think it's cool to have, like, as a thing, but I also wish we could do them in real life. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you. And uh, we have two more questions. Uh, thank you guys so much for being here. And and the questions kind of go hand in hand. Uh, so I'll actually just ask them together. So what are the things that you, when we get back to normalcy, whatever that may be, and we have gatherings again, we're able to see people, conventions, cosplay meetups. What are some of the changes that you actually do want to see at these events when this is over? And then what are some of the things that you want to stay the same? from before i think what i would like to see 
is, I don't know, I've noticed, at least on my end, more seeing people be more accepting, or maybe not even more accepting, but more inclusive in terms of, I know there has been a big thing about like, oh, you don't have like enough of a following to like, you can't sit with us kind of mean girls thing. Um, and obviously when I say mean girls, I'm referencing the movie, not saying that it's just the cosplay females who do this because I've seen it definitely on all sides. I've seen cosplayers that won't work with photographers because they don't have as enough, enough of a reach photographers that won't work with cosplayers, cosplayers that won't work with cosplayers, yada, yada, yada. Um, and I feel like at least from what I've seen in the months that we've been in quarantine, it seems like there's been less of that. It might be because people are home more, so they're interacting more with either their followers or checking out other people more potentially. But I'd like to continue to see the acceptance and the just including everybody no matter what, um, unless they're creeps. Keep calling out the creeps. Um, but I don't know if that is something that has to do with the quarantine, something that maybe I've just become aware of but has been happening constantly. I don't know, but I I love that. Again, as we've said, it's about, it's cause play. It's not cause I'm better than you. Something like that. <laughs> I, um, I heard that was going to be the name, but then they were like, that doesn't really roll off the tongue anymore. They're like, eh, I don't know if people would really like that. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd like to continue to see that. Um, I would love for personal space to continue being a thing. Um, would something you, would you that... want, do you think social distancing is going to be another, uh, like, I can, like, I, I know like personal space, but do you think just social distancing mm-hmm. maybe? I definitely would think so. As somebody who has been hit horribly by con crud before, like I had put my stuff down on the floor once just because somebody asked for a picture and I'm just like, okay, I'm going to put like my phone and my bag right here in my view. There's not a lot of people around. I just want to put it there so that it's not in their photo. And somebody who knew they were sick, like walked up and grabbed my stuff. And that was like the worst I had been sick in so long. It hit me horribly. And there's like, oh, you put your stuff on the ground. So I thought I'd hold it for you. If I wanted you to hold my stuff, I would have asked you. And you know that you're sick. You just said you had a fever yesterday. What? There we go. That's one thing I would love for it to stay that way. If you have had a fever or you think you're sick, don't go out. Stay home. Absolutely. How about you, Dust Bunny? Yeah, I would definitely say the, you know, social standard of if you've been sick, don't come to the con. Because I, yeah, have also known people who have 
been sick and decided to still go to the convention. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just not, I mean, you know, con flu is like a common thing among the con- convention community. Like we know you go to a con, you might be sick the next week. Like it's just kind of sad. Uh, but I mean, I don't know. I also think um, the virtual con thing, even though I have not been partaking as much as other people have, I really hope that that is still an option moving forward because I know, you know, there are people who can't go to the con and they still want to be included in some way. And even if it's a small fee of some kind, I I know that would be appreciated. I I actually agree. I've been saying that a lot where I'm like, I think virtual conventions for people yeah who don't have access or um you know just want to be a part of it and i can't get off work or you know i mean it's just so many different things it's 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 just great i don't understand why it hasn't been a really big thing prior like especially with comic-con like they've done comic-con stuff at home yeah yeah i don't know i mean because for e3 like i've never i only got to go to e3 one year and that's just because someone was able to like sneak me in kind of like caught me a badge pretty much but you know i would sit and watch all the e3 events at home and i always was just like why don't other cons do this because it, it would be it would be a bigger reach for them you know get a ton of people who can't go and I'm sure it could get sponsored in some way if they really need it to be, you know, like it's not a big, not that deep. I mean, just, <laughs> <laughs> well, especially things like the masquerade. I, I've been, cause I've been in the con scene for a really long time and masquerades used to be a huge deal. Like they used to be packed and, you know, I went to anime expo, comic con or the anime expos masquerade many years ago. And I was just like, I mean, I think they also, you have to buy the tickets too, yeah, and I think that anymore. might be part of it, but there, you know, there's not as many people packing the space as I remember. And I think that's just because it's not advertised enough and mm-hmm. there's a, yeah, there's other things happening at that time, but imagine if you had, you know, a virtual badge to go and you could have two screens going at the same time or something would be pre-recorded and you can watch it later. Like at least that's something and there's exposure in that way. And I think the technology is there now. We can do this kind of stuff. So absolutely. Um, and yeah. like, kind of going off what you were saying at San Diego Comic Con, the masquerade's always packed. I always go in to support my friends at the Core Dance Crew uh, because they always. Oh yeah, they're so good. Yeah, oh, they they always do the oh. intermission, and so I always go and support them. I feel like that might be it. I, I definitely also agree with the more social distancing thing, but only. But I don't really think that's going to be really an option because cons themselves are just notorious for being jam-packed elbow to elbow. I mean, I'm reading – I don't know if you guys have heard like the LA Comic Con. Yeah, I got that email and that was was the fastest nope I've said since this quarantine started. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like I'm reading through it all and I'm like, you know, that sounds like it's to code and everything. But I'm like probably not just because – I don't want to be sick and I don't want to risk other people. And it's like, this will, this will, you know, it'll be over at some point and then I can enjoy it the way I in, like intend to enjoy cons, which is just hanging out with friends. And mm-hmm. I, I guess, uh, sorry, Acacia, I'm going to ask this question real quick. Uh, just for, just a quick, I guess, uh, what will, what will make you go back to a live convention? For me, it's a vaccine. Um, what about you, Audrey? I I feel like it's just going to take a whole lot of time cuz even then 
vaccine, but you don't know if everybody's going to get it or what. So I think just time and science. Cold, hard science. Which a vaccine is hard science. I would probably say... I guess I just need an okay from... The, again, the science to say it's okay now. You can go. Science, I can mean, I come I, back yet? No, yeah, not today. I mean, I'm like, an, I mean, I'm an ex, kind of an extreme quarantine kind of person right now. Like, I don't go out at all. Um, even though a lot of my friends are like, let's go out. I'm like, no, I'm good. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's like, I just don't go. Um, but it, it might sound kind of silly, but Disneyland for me has been the barometer for if things are good. Mm. <laughs> That's not, that's, that's really not a bad, like, that's actually pretty smart, honestly. So, yeah, because every time I, uh, if, like, my parents or my friends or someone's like, hey, you should, we should go do this thing, or why don't you just, like, you could travel a little bit, and I'm like, is Disneyland open yet? And they're like, (laughs) no, and I'm like, then it's not good yet, we can't go. (laughs) And Acacia, um, what are some of the things that you want to change, some things that you want to say the same, and also what will get you to go back to a convention? Okay, um, so cosplay-wise, I've seen a lot more people embrace, like, kind of their nostalgic ideas for cosplay and just things that they want to do rather than cosplaying what's really popular at the time, and mm-hmm. I've been really appreciating that, um, although maybe that's just the hipster side of me talking, getting sick of the... <laughs> freaking demon slayer cosplays all over the place (laughs) so i've definitely seen like more creativity in the cosplay world and that's something that i've really been appreciating um i would like to see kind of taking if we're especially since we just talked about disneyland being a barometer seeing limited capacity at conventions like rather than just selling as many tickets as they can actually having like a cap on it so that they're not crazily jam-packed because even before all this happened, I'm like, ALA was almost too much for me, just with the amount of people and everything. I tend to go to the smaller conventions. Yeah, it's a, it's a strange setup. Yeah. Well, and also just like, you know, just the amount of people and the loud and just everything. It, it's a little too much stimulation for my brain, I guess. So I've just always preferred the smaller conventions. So maybe like, have things more often but like limit the quantities and i feel like maybe doing more stuff virtually would help with that like having like certain panels live streamed or recorded to watch later or something i wish more things would do that um yeah i guess that's what i would change what i'd want to stay the same i suppose i just miss being with nerds in real life doing things Mm -hmm. (laughs) me too I mean, this is this is fun and great, but I, I I would much rather be able to like see you guys and like high five and all the other stuff. But mm-hmm. absolutely. And uh, what will get you to go back to conventions again? Being small and outdoors. So I would if if like there was like code and stuff for it, I would totally go to something like OMG where it's like all outdoors and mall con thing. I think outdoors is good, but I wouldn't want to go to something where it's like all where there's like at a hotel indoors like i wouldn't want to go that for a little bit until yeah unless there were like really specific safety measures being taken place but i just don't think we're there yet absolutely no that's mm-hmm. makes all, all of it makes total sense like yeah i, I think to yeah to change my answer like, i would wait to go when we have like evidence of like 80 percent of 
Californians have gotten the vaccine. That that would make me feel like I'm at eighty percent maybe. But yeah. Anyway, thank you guys so much for being here. You are all three very awesome, and I I really appreciate you not only as like friends but also as creative people. And I I think you guys are absolutely phenomenal at with with your craft and seeing the things that you guys are working on or hearing what you guys are doing and also taking a break during these times. All that is just so, so, so important. Like mental health is the most important thing. And I, I that's, yeah, I, I just really appreciate you all. And my last question for the night is where can they find all of your stuff, your social media? This is your time to plug. And I'm, I'm doing this in alphabetical order. So I will start with Audrey. Uh, my social medias are all cause I'm Audrey C O S I M A U D R E Y. I have Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, which I'm hardly ever on, um, and that is my Twitch username as well. And then I have a Discord, which you could find through my Twitch. Those are all ways to keep up with my ever so exciting life of waking up at 3 a.m. for work uh, and then playing video games and then crashing. <laughs> um, but yeah, that would be where to find Moa. Awesome. And Dust Bunny? So you can find me on Facebook under Dust Bunny. Um, and then you can find me on Instagram under Dust Bunny Cosplay. And those are pretty much the only two that I'm consistently updating on. So, yeah. Absolutely. And Flauta Cicacia. Uh I am on the Instagram, <laughs> the Facebook. Uh, there's there's a lot of things that I'm on. Most of it is Flauta Cicacia. Um, Probably the easiest way to find everything is flautastacacia.com. And there's a social bar with all of the things that I have. Um, I'm most active on Instagram. T- Instagram twitch and my discord server so you almost said tiktok you almost said it the government was getting ready i'm just kidding um, <laughs> I, ha- I have a tiktok but i don't use it <laughs> Alrighty, and all the links and everything will be in the article on the website thank you so much for listening in you can check out all of our shows and our podcasts on any podcast app google podcast apple podcast spotify stitcher we uh amazon just told us we got added to them when i didn't submit so that's cool and i found them this is weird but all right thanks thanks satan um also <laughs> you can go to our website for our articles our videos and so much more don't forget to like our youtube channel uh gamer culture Potmosis film anyway and also our let's plays can all be found there also we have some more extra stuff like unnecessary debates coming back and i know right and we are also on facebook twitter and instagram i'm gonna be straying away from facebook uh and more trying to focus on twitter and instagram once i figure out twitter and uh yeah i also stream sometimes on twitch if you want to be part of part of our discord hey give me a message don't be a don't be a troll all Please don't be a troll. <laughs> right? The music has been provided by Midnight Shinigami. Have a wonderful week. Wear a mask. And yeah. GGG. <laughs>